Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith. We're living life in the Spirit. We're here again today to be encouraged in the Scriptures as we edify and build each other up in the most holy faith. What a blessing it is to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I hope you are blessed and encouraged as you're tuning in right now from wherever you're watching from, tuning in. I just pictured the old dial (coughs) of the old radio stations trying to find the channel. Are we on the right channel, everyone? Come on. We're going out on multi-channels. Hallelujah. And we get to communicate the gospel across across the nations of the world. If you're just tuning in, give us a shout out on the message section. Let us know where you are watching from and uh, we will give a shout out to you as well uh, at the beginning. We do that at the beginning, so if you come on a little bit later, don't worry. Uh, we appreciate you being there. But I uh, just want to give a shout out to Yogi. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Lola. We've got Karen with us. We've got Cassandra. We've got B. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. What a blessing it is that we can fellowship together here. We've got Paul as well. Uh, We've got uh, Daniel with us as well. Um, Great to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're going to press in on prayer and prayer. And I hope you enjoyed last night. Kind of interesting title, How to Survive the Sentence of Death in Your Faith. Well, I tell you, we've got some great feedback, and it's so good to hear what the Ruach HaKodesh is doing within people's lives. We've got to face the reality. What does it truly mean to walk by faith and not by sight? What does it mean to recognize that we trust in the name of Yehovah, we don't lean on our own understanding. We acknowledge uh, Elohim in everything that we do. And he promises to make our paths straight. So it doesn't matter what you're going through right now. I want to encourage you. You have the victor dwelling within you. We've got Russell joining as well in the UK. Welcome. So, Father, we want to thank you for this time. We proclaim your goodness over our lives. We come before you, Father, to be uh, equipped for the purpose of taking your gospel to this generation. And we ask, Father, that you will enable us to walk in a more powerful way in the Ruach HaKodesh, that we will be effective for your kingdom. We break the assignments of the enemy. We lift up your name on high. And we proclaim, if Elohim be for us, who can be against us? So, Father, we worship you and we welcome you in this time as we just open up the scriptures and just enjoy basking in the word of Yehovah. What a blessing it is to be in your word in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about walking in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh and the power of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? Guess what? We're counting, uh, it's the counting of the Omer. We're, we're counting down to Shavuot. We are on this journey in the spring feast to come to not just the outpouring of the Spirit, but the mikvah of the Spirit and of fire. And this season between Passover and unleavened bread and first fruits, uh, as we wait 50 days, 49 days, until we come into Shavuot, Pentecost, Pente, 50. You know, what an awesome opportunity we have to be equipped for what purpose? So we can minister through these summer months 
and make a difference for the glory of Yehovah. So we want to uh, stand in his uh, you know, stand in his presence and receive from Yehovah that we will get to a place where we will witness a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. And that's what we want to get to. We want to get to that place today where we truly see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. And in John chapter 14, let's turn there in verse 26. That's where I want to start today. Um, in fact, let's just go to verse 23. This is a portion of Scripture that's radically transformed my life. And let me tell you something. If, if you're struggling, if you're saying, Father, where's the power? Where's the anointing of the Spirit upon my life? Then I encourage you, if you will just endure, if you will just press in to the Word, take hold of this word eat of the word spend time at proclaiming the word oh i don't know no one wants me to preach well listen if no one wants you to preach you start proclaiming the word you know back in the in the early days of my life you know i just go up the hills and i'd start preaching the gospel and you know no one could hear me maybe you just got to get out and start speaking to the trees maybe even get out in your car and start proclaiming the gospel and what happens your confidence rises <laughs> because when you start speaking the word of elohim faith rises and you become a transformed person so in john chapter 14 john 14 15 and 16 these are three chapters i meditated on i said i'm not leaving these chapters until i receive a true encounter with the Ruach HaKodesh. I want to receive the Spirit. I want to recognize what Yeshua is saying. I'm going, I'm going, but don't fear. Don't worry. Don't let your hearts be troubled. It's okay. I'm the way to the Father. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And guess what? I've got something for you. It's better I go away so that you can receive the Spirit. So in verse chapter, uh, in chapter 14, verse 23, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Counselor, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. You know, you might be listening right now, watching right now, thinking, you know what? I, oh, my memory's just no good. I just can't remember the scriptures. I don't know how to, how, how could I share the word? How, you know, but listen, you receive the power of the Spirit. He enables you to do the impossible. And we live in a world today, you know, I had a radio station call me up and they said, listen, we want you to do, uh, you know, uh, uh, segments for our channel, but the segments must be, you know, like five or six seconds or, or you know, 20 seconds. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, you know, I like to speak for one hour, like 20 seconds. Well, oh, no, no, no. Don't you understand? 
people today, they can't retain. If you speak for one hour, they can't retain it. They can't get it because they're so um, uh, occupied, preoccupied with so many things. So as you're speaking, they're already thinking about all the other things that they're doing. They're, they're doing their Facebook messages. They're checking this, doing their emails, cooking dinner, doing all these different things. And, you know, this is the problem we have. With this preoccupation of our mind instead of being focused on the Word. And we've got to be people that know what it truly means to wait before Yehovah. And what is the result of waiting before Yehovah? We receive the rest of Yehovah. And what I love about walking in the Spirit, it's in the place of learning to be still, that we are empowered, that we are equipped, that the, the, the words of wisdom come forth. As we wash in the Word is one thing, you know, just reading the Word, that's washing. I'm having a shower. But when you start meditating on the Word, when you start taking a section and pressing in, pressing in, pressing in, Father, speak to me. What are you saying? The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said. So when you don't have the answer, we've got to be in that place where we recognize that Yehovah is the answer. Are you ready to truly walk in the power of the Spirit? Yes, we can't wait to get to that place where we see the mikvah of the Spirit and of fire. But today, we want to know what it means to truly walk in the power of the Spirit. Yeshua, he walked in the power of the Spirit. You know, Moses, Deuteronomy chapter 18, he says, there's one coming like me. And at the end of the the book of Deuteronomy, the last chapter, the criteria is placed there. uh, I think in the book of Exodus as well. You know, so you're not going to be confused who the second Moses is that's coming. He's going to come with signs and wonders and miracles. He's going to do the things that Moshe did and even greater things than what Moshe did. So what did Moses do, man? He stretched out his hand and brought forth the plagues against uh, Pharaoh. He destroyed the authority of Pharaoh. He broke the, the satanic strongholds. And he, what did he say? Let my people go. Are you ready to receive the power of the Spirit so that you can proclaim freedom to the captives? That's what Yeshua came to do. He didn't come here just to give us a theology lesson. He didn't come here and say, let me just tell you, you know, some good things about the Father. No, he came to demonstrate the power and the love of the Father concerning you, concerning me. So if we are born of the Spirit, if we're receiving the power of the Spirit. What's the purpose of receiving the power of the Spirit? Why are we receiving the power of the Spirit? What's it all about? And of course, in Acts chapter 1, it says, But you will receive power when the Ruach HaKodesh comes upon you, and you will be what? My witnesses in Jerusalem, the southern kingdom, Judea, and Sumeria, the northern kingdom, and to the ends of the earth. This is the the call and the reason why we're empowered by the Spirit, so that we can be bold. 
I used to love singing that song growing up. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord thy God is with me. Be bold, be strong, and we proclaim. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord thy God is with you. You know, I am not afraid. And we'd walk up and down and we'd march up and down. Uh, you know, and listen, the, the presence of Yahweh would fill the place. And we've got to get back to that place where we say, Father, give me the boldness and the authority to stand for you. Do you feel like you're weak in your faith? Do you feel like the enemy is trying to beat you up? When, when are you going to get to a place where enough's enough? When are you going to get to a place where you say to the enemy, you know what, I'm just about sick and tired of you stepping on my bean patch. I'm about sick and tired of you trying to uh, uh, destroy my life. I'm sick and tired of what you're doing in my relationships. I'm sick and tired with what you're doing in my finances. Come on, you've got to start dealing with the enemy. I'm sick and tired with what you're doing in my relationships. Get off of my life in Yeshua's name. And I'm going to walk in the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. I'm going to press forward in the Spirit. I want you to turn to Romans chapter 15. And we're going to read, uh, I don't know how much of this we're going to read. Yeah, we're going to read. Yeah, we're going to read the first 13 verses. Um, okay. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak. This is interesting. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak. Listen, stop looking at other people and saying, well, what's the point in moving in faith because if my faith is not like this person or that person, where how am I going to get anywhere in this faith walk? You know, I'm just being left behind. And I want to encourage you, you're never left behind. Why? Because we are called to imitate Messiah. So when you start walking in the presence of Yahovah, when you become everything that the Father has called you to become, guess what? You're an imitator of Messiah. You're an extension of the work of Yeshua, the Messiah of Nazareth. You become that extension. Hallelujah. So it's no longer you looking at the comparisons, uh, the, the comparison of man, but we're looking on the participation of what it means to be a part of the body of Messiah. So those who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please what? Our, ourselves. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not in the scriptures just to be built up in myself. I'm not in the scriptures just to receive from me. Oh, it's gone way beyond that. Why? Because I have been set free. I've been redeemed. I'm washed with the blood of Yeshua. I know what it means to experience the living reality of a mighty God. He dwells within me. He speaks to me. He guides me. He walks with me. You know, this is relationship. It's not religion. So I'm not in this to come and have a devotion time to say, okay, Father, what's, what do what you got for me today? What are you going to give to me today? How are you going to make me feel good today? I'm not reading the scripture to feel good. I'm reading the scripture to proclaim his word to see the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit manifest on this earth. I'm in the scripture to say, Father, you know, I know you're looking for someone to use. I know you're looking for someone. I'm looking around. Where are those of faith? Where are those that I can use for the purpose of my kingdom? Here I am. 
I want to hear your voice. I want to be available. I want to be a vessel that is used for your kingdom. Verse 2, each of us should please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Hallelujah. There's something powerful about when we're equipping the saints then what's happening, it's not just about my witness, it's not just about your witness, but it's it's the, the witness of the body of Messiah rising together and making a difference. Verse 3, for even Messiah did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insulted you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through what endurance and encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. So that through the endurance, and the, what do you mean the endurance? Well, you know, this is not a short, uh, you know, eight-second bull ride. This is an endurance. This is like the long-distance run, the long-distance race. You've got to go from Genesis woof, all the way through to Revelation. You've got to see the endurance when we see the victory of Messiah. And I'm just it just comes to me just now, the, the book of Hebrews. Let me if I can find it here. Hold on. Someone stole it. The book of Hebrews, chapter 11, that verse uh, uh, 39 and 40, I love it. It says about uh, the hall of faith, the patriarchs, those who have gone before us, the examples of what it truly means to walk by faith. It says, these were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. Elohim had planned something far better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Do you hear what's happening here? The endurance of the word. That only together with us would they be made perfect. This is one story from Genesis to Revelation. It's not the old and then, oh, the old is done, done away with and now we're walking in the new. No, that's not what it's talking about here. It's talking about the one gospel, the one message from Genesis all the way to Revelation. For verse 4 of Romans chapter 15, just to go over that again. For everything that was written in the past, everything, take hold of everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Maybe you're sitting wondering, well, where is the power of the Spirit within my life? It's one thing to read the scriptures, but when we become encouraged in the scriptures, what's going to be encouraging in the scriptures when you start seeing the scriptures manifest within your daily life? When you start seeing the signs and wonders manifesting within your life? When you're seeing the glory of Yehovah manifest in and around you because of who he is? What do we see? We see an increase in hope. We recognize, oh, th this word is true. The word is alive. This word is sharper than any double-edged sword. Hallelujah. Everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scripture, we might have hope. 
And as you listen, as you watch today, maybe the Ruach HaKodesh is speaking to you and saying, you know what, you're not delving in. You're spending too much time on YouTube. You're spending too much time listening to too many voices. You need to be in my presence. You need to come to the place where you have that time where you're set apart, where you're still before Yehovah. You're listening to the voice of the Spirit. It's a blessing to listen to what other people teach. And it's a blessing that you are here listening to what we are sharing on our devotion time right now. But you know what? More than anything, it's so amazing that when we are receiving in the presence of Yehovah, and we should be surrounded by others. We should be listening to what the Father is saying through other people because it helps us uh, keep us right and keep us balanced within the scripture, that we're not just an island on our own, because it's not about your personal relationship. We are called as born again of the Spirit. We become living stones, and as living stones, we are called to walk together. Hallelujah. Verse 5, May the Elohim, who gives endurance and encouragement, give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Messiah Yeshua. So why do we not have unity in the body of Messiah? Why do we have thousands of denominations? Why do we have so much division? Why do we have so much slander? It's, you know, why is it? Because we're not in the Word. We're not doing the Word. You know, if we would just get on with doing the Word and we unify in the place of manifesting the power of the Spirit, we would see an incredible unity in the body of Messiah. And I know we're going to get there. We're going to get to that place. But right now, we live in a world that's so full of rebellion, even in the believing community. It's so full of rebellion. And we ask the Father to unify us and bring us to a place that we, you know, that, that we take how we are walking with Messiah and we walk that out with each other. Hallelujah. Because what you only have unity among yourselves as you follow Yeshua Messiah. So if there's no unity, who are you following? Are you following man? You know, are you following uh, denominations, uh, movements? What are you following? I don't want to follow a movement. I don't want to follow a denomination. I want to follow Yeshua of Nazareth. Verse 6, so that with one heart and, uh, and mouth you may glorify the Elohim and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. One heart. We need to lift up the voice, uh, our voices, and proclaim the words of Messiah. Hallelujah. So that with one heart and mouth you may glorify Elohim and Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Accept one another then, just as Messiah accepted you in order to bring praise to Elohim. This is an important lesson that we see here. Accept one another just as Messiah accepted you. Listen, you didn't deserve salvation. You didn't deserve the love of Yehovah to be lavished on you. But because of the work of Yeshua, 
He accepts you. He accepts you in your lies. He accepts you, you know, in your death, in your separation from Elohim. And you are born again of the Spirit. He has received you even in the place of brokenness, even in the place of great sin. And what is he doing? He's bringing restoration to the body of Messiah. So if we've been received by Messiah, how are you going to respond to other brothers and other sisters. Well, I don't want to spend time with that person. I don't want to do this with that and so on and so forth. Listen, you know, we've got to be accepting one another. But if we are creating a faith-filled environment, it's going to bring change. I don't want to meet people, you know, around, uh, you know, you know, some worldly activity. I want to meet people around the scriptures, I want to be in fellowship with people around the unification of what it truly means to walk in Messiah. That's the people I want to spend time with. I don't want to spend time with people who are lukewarm, who don't want to consider the ways of Yahovah. Yes, I'll reach out for them to be strengthened. Come near to Elohim. Come on, come near to him. But who do I want to spend my time with? I want to spend my time with those who want to be devoted and committed in the presence of Yahovah. And for those who are struggling in their faith, I want to bring forth the hope of Messiah so that in the place of their brokenness, we're reaching out, we're not rejecting them. We're not saying, I don't want to, to know you, but, but we're saying, look, there's a standard. You need to repent of your sins. You need to be transformed. Come to Messiah. Accept him. Accept his truth. Accept his word. Accept his forgiveness. And come on the highway of Yahovah and let's walk together in the presence of Yahovah in the unity of a mighty God. Hallelujah. Verse 8. For I tell you that Messiah has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of Elohim's truth to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs. This is powerful. You know, Yeshua, he came well, as the servant. That's what we see in Isaiah 53. The servant in Isaiah 53 cannot be Israel. It has to be the Messiah. Why? Because, <laughs> because of the attack of, uh, of the people against the Messiah. It can't be Israel for the forgiveness of the nation. So you, you can't attack Israel or the Jews or however, you know, bad interpretation of how the Messianic community would see it. Because it's not the Jews, it's the house of Israel. But the Israel of Elohim we see in Isaiah 53 is the servant of Yahovah. It is the Messiah. So what does it say here in verse 8? For I tell you that Messiah has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of Elohim's truth to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs. So he's walking out the fulfillment of the promises of the prophets. These books are spoken about me. That's what we saw in the road to Emmaus as Yeshua shared with the disciples. He opened their eyes and he showed them who he was in every part and every book of the Tanakh. Hallelujah. He is a mighty Elohim. So, and it was also so that the nations may glorify Elohim for his mercy as it's written. Psalm 18, therefore I will praise you among the nations. I will sing hymns to your name. I will praise you among 
the nations. And this is why we know that Yeshua is the one that Moshe talked about. Yeshua is the one that the Tanakh is talking about. Why? Because the nations of the world have been supernaturally changed in the presence of a mighty God. In verse 10, it says, Again, I say, Rejoice, O nations, with his people. And again, praise Yehovah, all you nations, and sing praise to him, all you peoples. All you peoples, not just a people. All you people. This is what I love about the gospel of the kingdom. It's not just for the Jews. It's for the whole world. And we are called to be one in Messiah and walk with him and and to be, you know, part of the house of Israel. We need to understand our identity in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 12, and again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. Over the Greek will hope, and, and the nations will hope in him. Hallelujah. From the root of Jesse, one will spring up. Hallelujah. We thank you, Yeshua, that you have sprung up, that you are the Messiah, and we receive you tonight. Verse 13, May the Elohim of hope, the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may, what? Overflow with hope by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. What does it mean to overflow with hope? It means that you've taken a clearer understanding of the promises of Yehovah. You've embraced the promises of Yehovah. And as you're embracing the promises of Yehovah, all that keeps happening is your hope just keeps growing and growing and growing. Why? Oh, I see Messiah here. I see Messiah there. I see the signs and wonders and miracles. And guess what? It crosses over, not just from the stories in the Tanakh. It crosses over to become a living reality within your life as we are filled with the power of the Spirit. And, you know, this overflowing of hope comes by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to flow within our lives. We stand upon his promises today knowing that he is able. We are not going to be those who shrink back. We need the power of the Spirit. We see the power of the Spirit right back in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, you know, and, and what's happening with the Spirit. It's the Spirit of Elohim is hovering over the face of the war in anticipation of the spoken word to come forth. Hallelujah. So we want to not just uh, ask for just, oh, what does it mean to have the power of the Holy Spirit? What does it mean? It means that the word of Elohim is richly within you. It means the experience of being born again of the Spirit is dwelling within you. That's what it means when we talk about the power of the Spirit. Because what did we just read in, in uh, John chapter 14? Let's go back there so we don't lose this. You know, what's the importance of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Counselor, the Ruach HaKodesh, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. When we experience the resurrection of Yeshua, when we experience the understanding of the scriptures, just as we've seen here in this first section of Romans chapter 15, 
What do we see? The importance of what Messiah has done. And, and we are asking that we will imitate him, that he will dwell within us. So therefore, you don't have to uh, compare yourselves to other people. Just be one who is found in the word so that as you are pressing into the scripture, as you understand where Messiah is within the scripture, when you set yourself aside, what are you going to do? You're going to get to that place where you're going to witness the strength of Yehovah. Let's just turn to Isaiah chapter 40. Hallelujah. I hope this word is being an encouragement to you. And a blessing to you. I don't know why I'm going so slow. Turning to Isaiah chapter 40. I know where it is. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 40. <clears throat> verse um, 29. He gives strength to the weary. And increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in Yahovah will renew their strength. You know, listen. It's one thing to say, well, you know, I hope one day. Yeshua will change my life. I hope one day the scriptures will be alive to me. Listen, let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We have got to get to that place where we are pressing in. Are we those who are waiting before Yehovah? Because that's what the next verse says. Even youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But hear the word of Yehovah. But those who hope... In Yehovah will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. At what price are we willing to pay to see the true manifestation of the Spirit in our life? What are you facing? What are you going through? Are you ready to see uh, the victory of Messiah? You know, we're just in the book of uh, Romans and just back in Romans chapter 12 if you just turn there I know we're kind of busting all over the place here but Romans 12 12 12 12 it says be joyful in hope patient in affliction faithful in prayer share with Elohim's people who are in need and practice hospitality Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. But this is the point here. Be joyful, verse 12, in hope. Oh, as we read the scripture, we see it's, it's alive. Be joyful in hope, in hope of the promises, in hope of the promise given to Abraham. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. Oh, oh patient when things are coming against you. You know, this morning, as I was just pressing in, you know, I was up most of half the night last night, praying, ministering, and man, I tell you, I was on fire last night in the presence of Yehovah. You know, if you watched last night, you know, what were we talking about? How to survive the sentence of death in your faith. Oh, well, that, that's encouraging, brother. <laughs> How to survive the sentence of death. Listen, let me tell you something. You can get pushed all the way to a place where you think, I can't, how can I even possibly endure what I'm facing? How can I take this? How can I, how can I stand? Ephesians chapter 6. When you've done all to stand, okay, 
when you've come to the end, when you when you can't move, move forward anymore, I've done all the stand, the scripture says stand firm then, you've got to get a place where you move your, your own mindset out the way. What are you waiting for right now? Are you believing for healing? What are you prepared to do in the presence of Yahovah concerning your healing? Are you willing to fast? Are you willing to press in? Are you willing to proclaim the scripture? How serious are we going to take the assignments of the enemy against us are we going to stand up and say enough's enough are we going to see his kingdom come and his will done i want to encourage you be joyful oh brother you don't know what i'm going through man it's so depressing listen i don't care what you're going through one thing i do know that if you will look at your circumstance through the filter of the scripture i've got good news for you you overcome you win So if you don't feel like you're in the place of winning right now, you feel like you're being pushed back, you feel like sin is trying to take over, you feel like you're broken, hear the word of Yehovah. Receive from Messiah. Receive everything you need. Receive the grace and the mercy. That's what we read the other day, a few days ago, in uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, verse 14, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Yeshua, the Son of Elohim, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Here's the key, verse 16. Let us then approach the throne of grace, with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need what where are you today you know is is Yehovah calling your name is just like he's calling on Adam and Eve Adam in the garden where are you where are you hiding the trees because of sin come out and receive the forgiveness and the mercy of Yahovah. allow the father to clothe you with those skins of redemption hallelujah we praise the name of Yeshua father we stand upon your word we truly want to know what it means to uh, walk and to live in the power of your spirit and we know that we have to be found within your word we know that we have to be attentive to the spirit's leading and we ask you father to equip us today that for those those of us who are struggling those of us who are uh, just unable to to handle the temptations and the things that are before us then i speak the strength of yehovah over your life today and i encourage you be lost in the word be lost in that place so that you you know can be just like we read in isaiah waiting before yehovah that we can renew our strength that we can come back up again to the the high places where we're not sitting amongst the chickens you know on the ground pecking on the ground no we're flying and soaring like the eagles you can run and not be weary you you can walk and not be faint i speak the strength of yahovah over your life today oh father i thank you for your word i thank you that your word is true i thank you if you be for us 
who can be against us. We worship you, Father. Father, strengthen us by the power of your Spirit. And we recognize that what we need to do is we need to come to that place where we're before your Word, that we are receiving from you, that we are recognizing the promises that were made to the patriarchs, that we are following Messiah because he is our perfect example. So we receive the word of encouragement. We ask, Father, that you give us a spirit of endurance in Yeshua's name. I speak a spirit of endurance over you. Come on, don't give up. Don't be like a wave of the sea tossed to and fro. Father, empower your people to be effective in trial, that we can experience the joy and experience the joy. What are we talking about? That we know what it means to overcome trials. We know what it means to, to overcome difficulty. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so we can be mature and complete, lacking no good thing. Father, I ask you to grow the body of Messiah. I ask you, Father, over this group right now, that you will equip us, empower us, and make us more effective for your name's sake. And, Father, we stand in the gap on behalf of the lost. And we pray, Father, that you use us to spread the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua that you will send forth your workers into the harvest field, that we can make a difference for your kingdom, that we will not shrink back, but we will proclaim your name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message. I want to tell you, listen, you know, we've seen incredible breakthroughs here today. I want to give you testimony. You know, we, we sent out a message where we said, listen, we're asking the friends and donors of the ministry to stand with us at this time because we are facing default. We were able to make a payment today that we are not in default. We haven't paid the full amount, but we've we've paid enough to make sure that we will not default on our property on the studios here so we rejoice at what the father is doing it was a supernatural miracle you know this morning even when i was up and i'm in my my uh, my study and i'm just praying i'm saying you know father i thank you that the deliverance is today that we don't have to wait for another day the deliverance is today we proclaim the victory in messiah and Father, you have placed us here, and if you've placed us here, you will fund us to be here to do what we are doing here. And, and the assignments of the enemy and all the attack over our finances. You know, many of you know we've been fighting legal battles. We've been dealing with anti-missionaries. We've been dealing with assignments against our ministry in the land. And, and guess what? It's okay. It's okay because we're not going to shrink back. We're going to keep pressing forward, making a difference for Yeshua because that's what it's all about. I was also sent by Esther just a, a message today on one of the, the, the large outreach ministries here in Israel, one for Israel. Some of you might have seen their videos uh, on social media. They just got a huge lawsuit for a quarter million dollars and also YouTube and Google are also being sued to have all of their evangelistic outreach material in Hebrew removed off the web. Ha! 
It's going to be interesting to see how that one's going to go. But listen, when you preach the gospel, when you proclaim the gospel, you know, they, they just had a debate in Hebrew, not in English, you know, with one of the top uh, rabbis um, and professors in the land of Israel is the oral Torah of God. And it was so powerful that this lawsuit is the result of a few days after that message going viral in Hebrew and many religious Jews are watching this and they never knew the content because the Etan uh, um, Bar, as he shared and proclaimed, man, I tell you, he ate that rabbi up so bad you cannot believe it with the truth of the scripture and proving that the oral Torah is not from God. It's man-made and it's an affront to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. And it's waking up literally tens of thousands of people in the land of Israel. So the religious Jews and the anti-missionary organization, they've clubbed together and they are suing to try and get this content off. Why? Because people are coming to faith in Messiah. And we recognize the importance of being those who are preaching the gospel, ministering the gospel from the land to the nations and in this land. And you're going to face persecution. And some people in other nations, you know, one person wrote to me like, you know, oh, you, you, uh, uh, faithers, you, you know, you, you know, you just think it's all about proclaiming in faith and, you know, you're just overextending yourself in all the things that you're doing. No, we're not overextending ourselves in the things that we're doing. We're doing what we're called to do. We're planning what the Father's called us to do. But we face attack. We face assignments. We face, you know, uh, attacks of the enemy to uh, uh, muzzle us from functioning. But we will not be those who shrink back. That's why when you're given into our ministry, you're given into a ministry that is making a difference, not just here in Israel, but also in the nations of the world. It is time for us to spread the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua in an ever-increasing way. This is a great time to be ministering the gospel, to be sharing the gospel. Do you know where Messiah is within the Torah? Do you understand the promises of the patriarchs? When we get to that place, guess what? We're going to walk in the overflow of hope. Overflow. There's so many promises. There's so many great things. We see Yeshua in so many places. You can't but help rejoice in Yehovah. And guess what? The power of the Holy Spirit will make you bold to witness and share the gospel to this generation. So I want to encourage you. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message today, send us an email, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Share your testimony. If you need prayer, send your prayer request, Kenny at, at bulldozerfaith.com. We will stand and pray with you and stand in the gap so that you can have victory within your life. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry, I also want to encourage you, sow into the ministry. Yes, we've stopped the default today, but we still need additional resources to overcome the attacks and the things that we are facing in the land. So just take a moment. You know, if, if you're a regular giver, thank you for giving. I'm not talking to those who are giving. I'm talking to those, maybe you've never given to the ministry before, or maybe you're praying, where can you plant this seed uh, for the, the purpose of the gospel? I want you to go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give and pray over it. 
And if the Father's calling you to give to our ministry, sow into the ministry with a joyful heart to make a difference for the King. And I truly believe over these next few weeks, as we lead up to Shavuot, we're going to see such a restoration and such an outpouring of resources to be about uh, the calling that's upon our lives and upon our ministry. Thanks for watching. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. We're going into preparation day, getting ready for uh, entering into the Sabbath rest. Hallelujah. So I just want to thank you, every single one of you, for standing with us. And rejoice with us as we rejoice today in the victory of Messiah. Until tomorrow, be blessed and encouraged in Yeshua. Shalom, shalom.